morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock. And I know last week our show was from 10 to 11, but for now on, at least for the uh, foreseeable future, Bite Size from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. How about that sun? The sun's out, folks. What's the high expected to be today? Like 58, 59, depending on what app you decide to look at on your phone, depending if you have an iPhone, an Android, a... Uh, I forgot what you even call those non-smartphones anymore. Those a flip phone, right? After the last few days of uh, some gloomy, rainy weather here in the New York City area, looks like we have some sunshine, at least until Shabbos, it seems like. But how about that nice weather last week? What was it, like 68, 69? Uh, last week, it was, uh, we were in Pittsburgh. Um, what was it? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday. Yeah. I mean, my schedule from last week's a little bonkers, but, um, and I saw that the weather in New York was like 68. I was like, Ooh, I'm missing a good one in New York, but it was definitely uh, important to be in Pittsburgh. And last week's show, um, was 10 to 11 because we were at Yeshiva. No, I'm on Wednesday. So it was like Wednesday we did. I woke up, I'm trying to think what time, like five, five fifteen or so in the morning. Um, got to Yeshiva. No, and we did our show from seven to 10. And then it was an extended JM, really, from 6 to 10 a.m. And then we drove, made a stop at Cedar Market, stocked up on some valuable, valuable snacks and foods, only to drive about six and a half, seven hours of total car time. I mean, if you include, like, I think we made two stops. Uh, Made our way down to Pittsburgh, spent the night there. Next morning, early wake up, I think it was 4.30 officially. Early wake up, 6 to 9 a.m., jam in the a.m., and then uh, after a stop or two, back on to, we went to the police station, went to stock up on more food, and then back to New York, six, seven hours, and it was uh, also, it was not pretty nice weather on the way back. I mean, you have to listen to um, tomorrow's Thursday Live Lunch, because I'm sure we're going to be recounting uh, certain aspects on the trip, both in a serious matter, and then also sort of the uh, the bloopers, the outtakes, if you will, of the trip. Um, some crazy, crazy scenes and just, just um, interesting times, certainly, over that, what was it, 48-hour stretch here at the network. But today, yesterday was election day, and um, I was kind of thinking about, you know, on my, uh, I do my little, my, my entry here, um, the intro of the show, whether it be five minutes, ten minutes, some sort of spiel, whatever, and I was going to talk about voting. And I'm not going to tell you which way I lean, because frankly, um, I just, I have, <laughs> it's one of those things that really, I, I, you know, I have my way and, you know, someone's going to try to persu- persuade me one way or the other. And frankly, they, they might be right, but and they, they, I'd say they probably are wrong, I would think. I, I, I have a very strong opinion on this and um, I'm not going to share it with you, so sorry. But all I'll say is yesterday was election day, um, some, some interesting results around the nation, the weather here <clears throat> in New York, at least, I wonder if it played a factor in some of the results, but. I'm sure uh, if you are on any sort form of social media, especially Twitter, you'll hear a million different conspiracy theories, none of which are probably right. Um, because people are crazy, crazy, crazy into their politics. And let's just say I am not. And whether it's because I'm ignorant about it, I don't care about it, I'm uneducated about it, I just frankly do not, do not care. And I know that means I can't complain about whoever's voted in, yada, yada, yada. I don't care. Sorry. I just don't, and uh, maybe you could tell my opinion on voting from that spiel. But uh, I hope your guys, I hope, you know, whoever you voted for won so that you could 
experience some happiness in your life if that's what do all right let's talk about what's on today's show because i'm done with that um let's talk about what's on today's show um joanna shepson goes back to the israel aquarium and she talks to annie hersowitz and shy ben ami from the israel aquarium that comes up at 9 30 a.m on today's show at 10 a.m it'll be tovin israel's with ben goldstein and I am told the segment that has no name will make its 20, well, not 2018 debut, but season seven debut on Bite Size. Whew, there goes my voice. All right, let's clear that <clears throat> at, what is it? Let's say 10.50 a.m. or so. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach makes her return to Bite Size for the segment that has no name. Again, that will be towards the end of the show. And then, as usual, Wednesday's live lunch will be hosted by Avrami at 11 a.m. But for now, plenty of great music that you're used to here on Bite Size. I know last week. Was uh, short with music, full with interviews, just one hour. A bite-sized episode of Bite Size last week. This time we'll have the full size, the family size. I guess, is it full size or fa- I guess it's full size if we're talking like snacks. And wow, now I just remembered one of the snacks I got on the uh, on the road. But a full size episode of Bite Size with plenty of music, and we start things off with Mahapecha Shel Simchane Wednesday right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network. Shamati
יודע שיש אלוקים והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם שומע את קולי את קולי אני מאמין בניסים אני יודע שיש אלוקים והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם ישלח לי את הנס ישלח לי את הנס שלי Stop it, let it go. 
your hands, say thank you, smile, get them up, put them up, leave them up, ha ha, yeah, yeah, pump up the value every day, stand in place, heart racing, no words to say, pressure building, trying to hold my face, mind drifting like not today, wake up from everything, break out your shell and scream, ha, shim, you're the king, ha, shim, you're the king, I shame Hashem, 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 Hashem,
crush him with all of our soul. The Creeper is fighting, we know. We raging a war, we won't let him go. Even if the world don't turn, the fire will burn. The H me a Corban, some sacrifice. Yeah, put H on me, we clapping loud. Screaming loud, we gonna take the crown. Bring it back straight to the king. Then we bow, now who complete? Yep. Pick up a mix for lay down the hate. All on my bar, all on my say. The feeling is great, what we can say. Praise our shit, his name is great. Like the shine upon your crown Yeah, we're up so high In the midnight sky And we'll never come back down Bottom of hour number one here, and it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Annie Hersowitz and Shai Ben-Ami from the Israel Aquarium. We heard from her last year. We got new updates about the aquarium. I still have yet to make it there, but uh, maybe one day, maybe one day. But for now, it's Joanna with Annie and Shai from the Israel Aquarium right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you, Yoni. So today I've come back to the Israel Aquarium in Jerusalem, located right next to the Biblical Zoo. Um, we did an initial interview here a while ago, I think it was over like a year ago, and things have changed. I had the opportunity to meet one of the English tour guides, Annie Hersowitz, and she was telling me about what's going on here, and I said, I've got to come back. So I'm sitting today with Shai Ben-Ami, who is the Director of Education, and with Annie, and we're going to hear a little bit about what's been going on at the aquarium and why this has to be one of your must-see attractions in Jerusalem on your next trip. So, Shai, tell us a little bit about what's been going on in the last year. First of all, welcome back. Um, we uh, opened a year ago, a bit more than a year ago, and um, things are very dynamic here, so we always have new things. Uh, so far, uh, our tanks got much fuller. Uh, so we have um, eight sharks on exhibit right now. Hopefully, we will have more very soon. We are waiting to get a few from abroad. Uh, we also have um, a lot of stingrays. So we, uh, at the moment, we have uh, a bunch. I think it's 10 stingrays on exhibit, but we also got uh, more off exhibit and they will go on exhibit soon. Uh, we have a lot of different colorful fish. Um, Dory just uh, uh, got in. We ha- had only uh, Nemo until recently, but now we have uh, nine of them, nine um, uh, fish um, that are called... Uh, any help me with that? No, I don't think clownfish. Is no, clownfish, clownfish is Nemo, Nemo. Yeah. but this is the um, um, purple tank fish. Purple tank. Purple tank. So this is the nine tank. 
because they have a nine shape uh, on their body. This is Dory. Uh, uh, they're very, they're very nice. So I got a chance to walk through the aquarium this morning with Annie. Um, one of my favorite exhibits is seahorses, actually, because every time I see a seahorse, I feel like, no, this is something just from a movie. It's not real. But the seahorses here are beautiful. So our seahorses are adorable. They are from, actually from the south of Australia and New Zealand, from uh, very cold water. And um, we have here uh, a few. They're still not completely adults. They will be bigger. They will be about 30 centimeters long. And actually on our Facebook page, you can see a nice video of a male and a female um, trying to move the eggs from the female moving the eggs to the male. So it's on our Facebook page. It's a, a great video that we were very happy to, to capture. Um, so they are exactly one of the species that we have. We have uh, stonefish and frogfish and um, many, many, many different animals. Octopus is one of them. Pinchas. We stopped. Yes, we stopped at the octopus yeah, tank. My so, so Pinchas is our octopus. Um, octopus are amazing animals. Um, they are very smart. Actually, a lot of the research here at uh, Hebrew University uh, in Givatram, uh, in the where they research the brain, the human brain, they have a lot of different uh, programs about um, the octopus because it's a very, very interesting animal. It's very, very smart. And, and you know, I, I like to travel around zoos and aquariums, and when I go behind the scenes, it looks like a kindergarten. Uh, because they they have to have all kinds of you know uh, things to do and and it looks like in Lego and other things that they can play with. Oh wow! And it's amazing to see it when you go uh, behind the scenes and you you see where they live. They're very very intelligent. Um, we also sorry. Oh, so let me ask you though. Tell talk to me a little bit about some of the things that make the aquarium special for families and for kids. We saw a couple of interactive areas in the tanks. So we ha I think. The number one thing is not an interactive, but you can go inside a tank. You go, you can go in uh, to be very close to the sharks. Um, it's mainly for kids. Adults can try it. I don't know about their backs, but they can try it. And uh, you can go in with Nemo and Dory as well, uh, right into in the middle of the tank, and it's a great picture. So just to let people know, you're basically climbing through a tunnel, and you end up inside the center of the tank, but you stay dry, obviously, the whole exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. You're not going into them in the water, uh, but you look like you're in the water with them. So it's a very it's a very nice photo app for for parents for the visit. So actually, that reminds me of something Annie pointed out as we were walking around. There were a couple of places. What were they called? The self-fish self spots. They noticed that people love to take selfies. And the problem was that the aquarium is very dark. So when they took the selfies, they weren't really getting a good picture of themselves or the fish. So there are these lights that you can press that go on just for a couple of seconds, long enough for you to take your incredible selfie picture with the sharks or the clownfish or whatever it is. So uh, I'll have a picture of that up on my site so you can see that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the stingrays? And I know that there's some special laws in Israel related to feeding stingrays. True. So people usually like to touch them and touch poles all around the U.S. now are very, very um, fashionable. Um, people go to zoos and aquariums and you can touch them in Europe and in America. But in, in Israel, uh, according to the law, you're not allowed to touch wild animals or animals that came from the wild. So this is why 
we have an open pool. You can see them very up close, and one day you can. Uh, we hope that we will be allow people to feed them with special sticks, but at the moment it's not possible. But you are not allowed to touch them. Uh, and we know many. You know, today it's a very global world, and people visit uh, um, different places, and they are very surprised to hear that they cannot, they can't touch them. But um, it's a it's still a very nice experience because they come up and they say hello and it's very nice to see them uh, up close. And I got to see a baby stingray also. It was tiny and it was in a separate section so that evidently the larger stingrays were stealing its food. So true. We have uh, we actually have another female that is supposedly pregnant. She's looking quite large and we hope that she will um, also um, give birth soon um, to a few pups. Uh, yes, so we have a small pup, and he's growing. He was actually smaller when he uh, when it happened. It was long time ago, three months ago. So he's already three months old. It's it's nice. So can you explain the process of quarantine, like how the fish come here, how they get adapted to this aquarium? Sure. So we get fish from around the world, either from aquariums or from the wild with special collectors. They have a special permit to collect animals. Um, we try to make it sustainable, so only collectors that do it sustainably. Um, and they come here either with a, a plane or a boat, and, and they will go in for um, either 30 or 45 days of quarantine. That, uh, we do that to make sure that they, we don't have any uh, parasites or diseases that they bring in from outside. Um, after that time, if everything is okay, they will go into the tank. Sometimes we had a few that did have some problems and they stayed for longer. Um, and of course, we want all the time to bring in new fish, but that's a process and it takes some time. Um, and this is why we have the, a very big quarantine area. Actually, in aquariums, unlike zoos, uh, 55% of our aquarium is behind the scenes and, and you cannot see it. But in order to make people uh, aware of that, we made special holes so you can see it. We have special windows and you can look in and see uh, how it looks like um, in the quarantine area and also behind the scenes in another area that is not open to the public. Okay, great. I've actually gotten a chance to walk past in the back there and to see the fish and the, the staff working there. It's incredible. Um, so let me just explain to everyone, um, the most popular question I get on Fun in Jerusalem is, when can I visit the aquarium? So there are two different time periods in terms of like when the aquarium is open. When it's a holiday, Sukkot, Pesach, Hanukkah, there are special hours and you need to buy tickets in advance and there are no guided tours. But during the year, let's say you're going to visit now in the next couple of months or any time between now and Pesach other than Hanukkah, in the morning, um, the tours are reserved for groups and you can arrange in advance. I recommend at least a week or more in advance to email and say that you'd like an English tour. Um, Annie or someone else on the staff will guide you with an English tour. And Annie's amazing. She just gave me the best tour of the aquarium. And, uh, 
Or you can come in the afternoon between two and five. You can come in and just uh, walk around on your own. Every tank has its own explanation outside of it in Hebrew, English, and Arabic. But you should, you have to buy tickets online in advance. So let's say you're here and you decide this afternoon I want to go to the aquarium. You've got to log on to the aquarium site, check out which time you want to come, and buy the tickets in advance. Um, there is no official box office here at the aquarium when you arrive. Um, you can always order the tickets on your phone also on their website. So, Annie, I just want to ask you one question. What are some of your favorite spots to show, specifically American tourists, on the tour? Okay, so the Americans love the sharks. Okay, I think everybody loves the sharks. They come in and the first thing they want to see are sharks. And then there's also my favorite, which is the octopus, uh, which some people say is not so nice looking, and I find that insulting. Because <laughs> anyway, I think he's great. He's great, exactly. And what about the jellyfish? And the jellyfish, even though they sting, and people know that they sting, people love to look at them. But the bigger attraction is the starfish because of their beautiful colors, because we have purple and we have red, and they're quite amazing. And the other attraction is the occasional diver that you come across while they're in the tanks. And people love to see the divers in the tanks and uh, to see what they do when they're there. And that way people also realize how huge the tanks are. Right. You're just seeing a window into a tank that's really quite large. Fantastic. So now you can, you, you got a taste for what a tour of the aquarium is like. Um, thank you, Shai. Thank you, Annie. And, uh, we hope that you all enjoy the aquarium. Post your pictures, tag fun in Jerusalem. Um, and if you have any specific questions, you can email aquarium at funinjerusalem.com. To book your reservation to come, um, visit israel-aquarium.org.il. If you'd like to book an English tour for your group, please email aquarium at funinjerusalem.com and make sure to do that in advance so that they can arrange for an English tour guide to show you around. Thank you very much. And now back to you, Yoni. Thank you, Joanna, and thank you, Annie Hersowitz and Shai Ben-Ami from the Israel Aquarium. Joanna can be found at joanna at funinjerusalem.com or visit funinjerusalem.com, funinjerusalem on Facebook, on Instagram. Always a hop and scene on social media for her and on her website. And I, I actually, when I was when I walked in, I saw her magazine again from Sukkot. It's incredible. The, the, first of all, the amount of things that are going on in Israel and then the amount of things that she knows about going on in Israel. Crazy. So if you are planning any trip towards uh I don't know, want to break Pesach already and you're looking for stuff to do, visit funinjerusalem.com, Fun in Jerusalem on Facebook, Fun in Jerusalem on Instagram, or Joanna at funinjerusalem.com for plenty more. All right, plenty more music here on Bite Size, and Tobin Israel's interview with Ben Goldstein will be at the top of hour number two. But for now, more music right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network.
Bite-sized, top of hour number two, and it's time for Tovin Israel's interview with Ben Goldstein, the, uh, I don't want to say outspoken Ben Goldstein, but if, you, if you're on Facebook and you follow one of, you know, a certain crew of guys and gals on Facebook, you've probably seen this name, and you've probably, some of his videos have gone viral, but I'm not going to take away, I'm not going to spoil the interview. So here's Tovin Israel with Ben Goldstein right here on Bite-sized at the Nahum Siegel Network. Okay, so we're here. 
because you graciously invited me to ride with you. We've had a blast today. In your Tom car <laughs> through the rolling hills of Judea. We have been rolling through the hills of Judea. <laughs> Literally rolling. Literally. It's a blast though, right? It was incredible. It gets you moving. It, 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 the wind like beneath your wings, yeah. you know, like it really just gives you that energy. It's a pick me up. You know, like I watch your videos and you have this like power <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I have that now. It's I don't amazing. know. I love it. This land gives you energy. It's magnetic, too. It's Again, I always tell people, find me another land where when people get off the airplane, they kiss the ground. Yeah. And if you find that land, I'll go to it and see what makes it so magnificent. But when you're here, you're connected to a source of power like we were discussing. It doesn't exist anywhere else. You're connected to it. Life goes right through you instead of around you. Right. And you, have, you feel the purpose here. That you don't feel anywhere else in the world. You feel like you have a meaning and you're a part of something greater than yourself. So this must have come from somewhere. It, it came from a lot of somewhere. Uh, this has been inculcated and imbued within my DNA since I'm a kid. Yeah. As far as Jewish pride, Jewish strength, more than the religious aspect was the idea in my family, at least, that we have to take care of each other. We have to watch over each other. And this is what I've been doing since I'm a little kid. Wow. In the cities, in the streets of Memphis on Friday night and Saturday with all the anti-Semitism we would hit, face every weekend. I would walk the streets trying to do what I can to protect the kids that were younger than me. Wow. Even while I was scared and a little pudgy kid <sighs> at 14 years old in Tennessee. This is kind of the extenuation of that here now. Wow. So you came here. You came to Israel. You joined the army. Yeah, I came in when I was 13, saw two IDF soldiers at the Western Wall at the Kotel in Jerusalem for my bar mitzvah. And you knew right then? I said to my parents, I said, Mom and Dad, I am coming back when I am 18, and I'm joining the first Jewish army since King David. Unbelievable. That's all I cared about from 13 till 18. And you followed, your, you listened to your word. You didn't. Yeah, that's an important thing, by the way. We were talking about that a lot today. Yeah. Just listening to yourself. Yeah. Knowing what truth is, and then having enough guts to live attack it. and live that truth. Yeah. And what separates a lot of us and not us necessarily, but people from other people, success from not, is making that choice to live it. Right. To do, not just to stand back on the sidelines right. and see what happens. No, like you have to really take an active, you have to be an active participant in your own life. You have that choice. Right. You can choose whether to, or you can choose to sit on the couch and do nothing. And watch you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess by so. the way, thousands of you are watching. <laughs> I guess that's true. Because you have this, no, really, you have this, uh, this being that people just, you know, are driven to they're, they're What do you think it is? What do you think? Why do you think people want this? A, what makes this different than watching any Tony Robbins motivational video? Because you're a real person. You are a guy that grew up, maybe the same way that they grew up and you change the path. You know, everybody, you know, people think that they're born in a certain place and that's it. That's the, the life path. Right. But it doesn't have to be like that. It's true. You know, like I met, I met Alia. Right. I, I picked up myself from New Jersey with my kids and said, no, this is not where we belong. Right. We belong in Israel. So I feel like that, you know, like having that, uh, the guts, having the drive, the motivation to do something that is off the beaten path, realizing, you know, other people might have that desire, but they don't have the guts to do it yet. But this is the path to take either way, no matter who's watching this from anywhere in the world. Yeah. All Jews watching these types of videos, they're watching it like we discussed because they are, in a sense, living vicariously through how we live. Right. And you'll get negatives, you'll get positives, you'll get people 
deriding what we do. You get people supporting what we do. Overwhelming support, by the way, from all over the world, from every religion, from every color and race and orientation. It's just overwhelming support for what we're doing. And when I say we, it's a big capital W. We're all doing this together. So now, so you're not active, you're, you, you still are actively in the army through Milo M. Through the reserves. Through the reserves. I I am past 40, so I don't have to do it. But like so many other guys that want to do it, we re-sign up. Wow. And so you, uh, what do you do when you're in the Milo M? So my Milo M is in essence what I'm doing kind of now. Uh, it's just would be an IDF uniform instead of in my own uniform. The security. Protecting the area around where we live. Yeah. Securing the area. And I take that very seriously. If you can't tell. <laughs> you had a good oh. experience with me today. Oh, my God. <laughs> you will never forget that. I won't. And we got, we, I don't know if we have it on video. I don't think so. <laughs> we don't. Why don't we tell everybody what happened? So we were in front of the Hamas village, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Let's just, let's repeat that. We were. <laughs> I took Tova from the Shook. To a Hamas village in front to take some pictures because this is Israel. All of it is Israel. This is all our land. It's all your land. And whether the enemy decides to reside there or not is irrelevant. So I believe we should all take part of where we live. We should all appreciate where we live. And it's important also to see how close the enemy lives to us. Right. So we stood in front of this village. We even took, we got out of the car. Got out of the car and took some selfies, which you'll see. And some video, and on the way back, we thought somebody might have been following us. Somebody they was probably pulled over on the back. side of the road, and as we passed them, they came in behind us. Oh yes! So I saw a big truck passing from the other direction. I thought, what a great way to lose this car! So I just turned a hard left and almost gave Portova a heart attack. <laughs> but we're good and we're safe. And but we ended up in o- we ended up in Osvegon. Oh. A, a brilliant Zionist pioneer, a Torah-loving Jew, a, a strong friend of mine and his family. His Heroic wife and children, Eliashiv, Kimchi, they have developed that land into what it is today. So all these modern Zionists, and by saying that word, I'm, I'm connecting it to Torah. Yeah. These are modern Torah Zionists that are reclaiming this land from our enemy and once again returning it to the hands of its rightful owners, yeah. us. Yeah. Um, these are the people that we get to meet every day, and these are the heroes that are almost unsung half the time. Yeah, and now what I want everybody to really understand is, you know, I got to experience this with you and your Tom Carr. Mm-hmm. But you actually want to not just take me. You go. You take families on experiences yes. of this area, and it's not just you know. Let's go on a tour. This is, this is an experience. An experience that you will never forget. <laughs> I mean, it's not every day that you have Hamas, pers- you know, people following you. It's not every day <laughs> we have Hamas of- people following us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 something that really brings your your soul. And our history and our culture and our emunah and our tikkun olam and our unity all to the surface yeah, we were, while seeing the land that is ours. We were in Stay Boaz. Stay Boaz, the fields of Boaz and Ruth. Yeah. From the Bible. And Der Havot. the path of the patriarchs, where hundreds of thousands, if not millions of our people would march from southern Israel to Jerusalem to the temple. Just incredible, beautiful, spiritual places. We visited the site where our hero Ari Fold was murdered, and we saw the dilapidated state that the memorial was in. And uh, this is just an incredible experience, a great day to spend with you. We went to the, thank you. This was an incredible day to spend with you. Really amazing. We also saw the monument for Ezra Ezra Schwartz. Ezra Schwartz and Eyal Gilad and Naftali. Again, it's it's hard to try to sell and market Israel when we talk about terror the way we do. But we're trying to show you there is a whole life here 
that isn't just falafel and red carpet and hotels and cabs and museums. We are living on the line here. Life has meaning. Life has so we, much power. And we also don't forget the people. You know, there's there's terror all over the world. Yes. We literally just... We just saw in Pittsburgh. Saw it in Pittsburgh over Shabbat. Yes. And 11 Jews, because they were Jews, yes. were murdered. Yes. And that could happen in and every community anywhere. anywhere in the world. As Jews, we're a, hundred, we're a hunted species. And it's time that we stop being a hunted species. What do you think would help? Do you think... I think it would help if Jews came home to Israel. Not that Jews don't belong elsewhere. Jews should be able to live freely anywhere in the world. American Jews rock. Awesome people. I'm an American Jew. You're an American Jew. But for some reason, we decided that we were going to take that next step, which is to join our nation at home yes. with a capital H. In Israel. And that's what we've done. And, and by doing so, you've changed the course of your children's future. Right. You've brought them home. You have actually done, just like Mama Rachel, who's buried across the street, told us what happened. Yeah. So it's brilliant. Wow. So I'm going to ask you a question. First of all, I think everybody should definitely come on your experience. Thank you. If you want to see it, let Tova know. She'll direct you to me yeah, specifically. Everybody. Yes, that would be amazing. Anybody that comes, you know, to me, I'm going to send you to Ben Absolutely. Goldstein. Absolutely. Just mention Tova sent you, and I'll ben Goldstein experience. make sure to send her a, a beautiful gift at the end of the day. Aww. <laughs> you deserve it. This is it. amazing. So I'm going to just ask you a question that I ask everybody. Please. This is, I would love to know. Open book. I think I probably know the answer. But if you could pick one place in Israel that you call your Israel happy place. It's funny you mention that. And I, I swear in Judea, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here. Okay. I've told everybody I know, one of my favorite places in Israel happens to be the Shuk. We met there, remember? I know, we met there. We did. And the reason why I think the Shuk is so majestic is because it's the total Israel experience in one, in one place. <laughs> and every time I go there, and I'm a person who is so conscious with security and movement, that that's a place where I can go and be anonymous amongst Israelis, Arabs, Jews, tourists. It's a mini Israel. And you get to sit there and see all of our produce and all of our goods and the haggling. And it's like, ah, here I am, an American. I love it. Feeling the Middle East and knowing what it means to live in Israel in the center of our land. Wow. And you meet everybody from everywhere there. So I just That's one of my happy places. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But I really just bless you with... God's protection Beautiful. all the time. Bless and you and your family. I bless you. everybody here with your protection. Amen. Thank you. Uh, you're doing an amazing, amazing job here. Thank you. And I love going through the Tom car with you and everybody's waving. You... Everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> you know, everybody knows you. I don't I know. know. Arabs too. Every one of them. Alhamdulillah Hashem, I say. Godstein, keep high luck. Alhamdulillah Hashem, it's all good. Look, you have to... You have to break through the barrier sometimes and realize, like I said last night in the video after the attack in Pittsburgh, we're all human. We all have flesh. We all wake up in the morning with hopes and fears and prayers, whether they pray to Allah or whether somebody prays this or whether somebody doesn't pray or whether they're black, green, blue or white or none of that matters. We're all human. We are human. Start getting that humanity again. Yeah. And then everybody, when they see you, they'll respect you for who you are. You treat them on the same level, whether they are a gas station attendant, an Arab from a local village near the Gush Etzion Junction. You treat them with kindness and respect. <laughs> and if that comes back to you, then you've won. And if it doesn't, then you know who the enemy is. Yeah. That's what I believe in. Walk respect. firmly, walk with respect, but always carry a big stick. Like, <laughs> and you're carry a big stick. <laughs> but it all starts here. And when you're here. not carrying one, make sure you're walking with someone. <laughs>
when I woke up my son and he has his gun. I'm like, You're oh. happy as could be. <laughs> For sure. There's a sense of protection and, and hold when you're with somebody who you know can protect you from evil. Yeah. Not that you can't protect as well. You're a mama bear. Somebody threatens somebody you love, you will protect. And that also segues into what just happened in America. There's nothing radical about wanting to protect what you love right. when you stand on the side of good. Look, this in the hands of our neighbors, our Arab neighbors, terrible. means chaos, death, and violence, yeah. murder, and horror. This in the hands of the Jewish nation means peace, protection, protection and moving right. forward into the future. So every, I really believe this, and I, every single place of worship, every single school, every single mall needs to have security. Yeah, why, why do, why, why why do, do courts in America have 20 sheriff's deputies guarding the judges? In every show that I've been to so far. If we value our life, we need to protect it. Somebody who gets up early in the morning to kill you, you're obligated to rise up and kill them first. We do not turn the other cheek. Yeah. Social justice and equality and all those great buzzwords only go so far until a psychopath with a military-grade rifle steps into your world and right. creates chaos. It's enough. it's enough. We don't need to keep giving them free target practice. No, we don't, which is one of the reasons why we chose to come back to our borders where, yes, violence happens here. And people are always saying, well, Ben, you know, you can get killed in Israel, too. Look, you can get killed at a country music festival in Vegas. You can get killed walking down the street in Paris. That's not the point. The point is, where can you live? Forget about where you can die. We're all walking dead anyways. Uh -huh. Where can you live the most and get that spirit out of your life? And I've yet, I've lived in 29 houses, multiple cities and countries. This is the only place where I feel life going right through my soul. I feel it too. Well, thank you for an incredible... Awesome. I can't wait to come to the show and do a flip side on you. You're going to yes. get me in the show and give me a tour. Oh my God, definitely. Cool? Amazing. Deal. Wow. God bless everybody for watching. Please yes. visit Tova on the show. How can they reach you? Uh, Tova in Israel on Facebook. Tova in Israel on Facebook. If you want to join me on the hills of Judea, please contact Tova. Let her know that you want to contact Goldstein. She'll hook it up. And I promise you, this is an experience you'll never forget. Experience of a lifetime. Wow. I am literally <laughs> still <great>. feeling it. <laughs> awesome. Thank awesome. You. We'll do it again. Really? My pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. God bless Fantastic. you. Thank you, Tova. And thank you, Ben Goldson. You can find Tova at TovaInIsrael.com, Tova in Israel on Facebook, Tova in Israel on Instagram. If you've been following her for the last few weeks, you know that A, she gets a mazel tov because she's getting, uh, she's been engaged and now she's getting married um, towards the beginning of January. You've also seen uh, scenes from uh, her move, which is, uh, as someone that's actually lived in the same apartment for five years, certainly not jealous of her because I, I cannot handle moving. I think it's one of the logistically crazy things that go, goes on. It, it's wild. So, I mean, good luck to her. It seems like she's in the unpacking stages, so uh, towards the end of it. But the unpacking is arguably the worst part of any trip. So, uh, good luck to Tova. And, uh, of course, you can follow her at TovaInIsrael.com, Tova in Israel on Facebook or on Instagram. And uh, besides for the unpacking, she's also uh, doing many, many, many uh, shook tours, which she has become very popular around Israel for. So if you're headed there for Hanukkah, do people go there Hanukkah? Maybe. If people go around Hanukkah, listen, people always visit, but Hanukkah is a good reason to visit. Winter break, Israel, you'll want to book her fast because, as I said, one of the more popular shook tours out there is with Tova in Israel, so you'll want to book her as quickly as possible. We have plenty more music coming up and the segment that has no name that'll wrap up this show. Um, I'd say stay, t I mean, I'd always stay tuned to this show, but if you need to step away for a second, I'd say we'll probably be back around 10.45, 10.50 or so with Miriam L. Wallach. But for now, plenty more music right here on Bite Size.
at the Nachum Segal Network. So cold now, it's so dark here. What could I do? It's not very If I'm a little light, you're a little light. Together we are so very bright. A little light here, a little light there. See the smiles, it's so very clear. Shine a little light, show us the way, lead us to a brighter day Shine a little light Show us the way Lead us to a brighter day Shine a little light Show us the way Lead us to a brighter day
size to uh, wrap things up, but not officially, officially, at, and over the last few weeks, it's been wrap things up and we go straight to the live launch of Rummy. you still got a bit more time. Relax. For now, I am here with the segment that has no name with Miriam L. Wallach to my left. Good morning, Miriam. How are you? It's been a while, eh? I barely recognize you. You barely recognize, is it because I'm in this, uh, the green, I think you get you gave, I gave green, you that. right? This green, what do you call it? A, uh, it's a vest. A, uh, but it's not a sweat, it's a puff, what is it? It's a, a puffy vest. Puffy it's a puffer vest, vest or I'm, whatever. Yeah, I like these. I'm, I've been, I'm into the puffy ah. trend. I, Okay, but you're also all, into vests. You've converted. <clears throat> I don't know about that yet. I'm okay. not totally sure. But What's have you your noticed? Voice today? Yeah, I don't know. Let's just go with it. Let's just roll with it. I'm going to okay. clear it as you. I'm going to shut my mic, and you're going to talk, and I'm going to clear sure, it. Don't worry. Sure. Um, you've seen a lot of these probably on the subways recently, no? Well, I am a big vest wearer because it minimizes the amount of claustrophobia I feel on mass transit. I've seen the orange one. 
like yes. neon orange, the, right? Okay, first of all, it's not neon. What Settle it? down. It's just orange. It's like pumpkin it's, orange. But it's oh, no. It's it's Marty McFly it's from back orange. from Back to the Future orange. Okay. Um, but that one uh, may it rest in peace. Oh, it's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. over. Yeah. And because, you're not getting a new one. Well, I now I have the long white one that I've been I know, wearing I was all the time. Say, yeah, that one's cool, by the way. Thank you. The downside to it, um, no down pun intended. Yeah. The downside to it is that it's white, and I'm a mom. And yeah. I commute, so it's being washed quite often. I mean, just like commute, it turns to gray pretty. It instantly. is niched pretty when. But it honestly, turns a once color. it gets that color, it's it's going to stay that color, and it's just going to like whatever. I think it works. It's like it. What was it? White or ivory? Was it an off white to begin with? Or it's, I mean, I think ivory is overstating it, but you could say it's a little eggshelly. Okay, and okay. now it's darker. It on the on the edges on the bottom. Oh, it is you no need to get longer. It fully. <laughs> I've been washing it. You know, it goes in the washing machine. Can you wash these things? Of course. What does that question well, even that, mean? It means that I've never washed that's this thing. That's disgusting. That's what it means. You have even no idea what I, I do am not wash. even going there anymore. <laughs> um, the so yeah, the orange vest um, met its match specifically because um, I think the vest cost me twenty bucks. Yeah. And so once it needed a new zipper. Okay, I hear that. So yeah. outside of the white one, do you have a new one or? The white one Should... is my new one. Oh, uh, and that's it. Yeah. See, so I have this one. I have a black one. I also one. have the gray one, the gray wool one. Yeah. It's also puffy. Right. With the hood. But puffy's like in. I yes, think it's been yes. like for the last ye- two years, maybe. Puffy is good. Yeah, I like puffy. And so I have a black one. I have a blue one. I have a green one. I'm thinking of getting another color this winter. We'll see if, uh, I don't know. We'll see if I get one. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I actually wanted to talk about today. Okay. Something we've spoken about definitely previously. Um, last season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the start of a new, I mean, it's not really the start of a new season here anymore. <laughs> we're pretty well into it, Yeah, but it's the first time we're doing the segment that has no name. And, uh, one of the things we like to talk about is TV. We, you and I? Yeah. Oh. Uh, is that yes. not true? Yes. Just go along with it, please, for the bit. Okay? Yes. Okay. So we I'm like to talk you. about TV and, um, there, there are pl- a lot of new shows on. And what I've found over my busy schedule is that, A, I can't really fit in a lot of TV these days, and it, and it hurts me because i got old shows that I still like to watch, and I've got new shows that I want to watch, and i got to figure out a balance here because sometimes I got, like, I'm already thinking, you know the show SWAT? No. It, it's one of the classic SWAT shows out me? there. There's like a million SWAT shows out there. But it's on like CBS Thursday nights, and I like it. The problem is, I'm just like I like it, but that's about it. Like I, I could probably go without it, and I think it, it's 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 on its way out of my TV listing because new show manifest. I like manifest is a show. Okay, gee, uh, okay, I I don't New Amsterdam. Only because you guys were talking about it last week, because it's supposed to be based on was it Mount Sinai or Beth Israel? Or I think it, it's somewhat. It's I mean, it's based on a true story. I think, but it's it's filmed in um, Bellevue. I think much of it. It's oh. filmed in Bellevue. Okay. Um, okay, geez. So you're not familiar with those. What are any new shows that you watch? Um, well, it's <clears throat> new to me. Uh, so it's not West Wing. I no. feel like you might have mentioned it. Shoot, shoot. I started it? watching Madam Secretary. Which Interesting. Is, that which... used to be one of my shows three years ago. Okay, settle down. It's not its fault. There was just a lot of TV, and I felt I think it was somewhat repetitive. Are you in the first season? Yes, and I'm on episode is it four now? five. No, I think it's like deep into season six or seven wow i think so it just got yeah. too much for me but i did like the show definitely the first few seasons i like well i um <clears throat> yeah so i'm on episode five or six so far so good i happen to like the characters um and I she's like, good yes tia leone is great i like the writing i'm enjoying that as well yeah, um, i don't know why i didn't recommend it to you to begin with that's the type of show you would like right so the person who recommended it to me was steven okay 
Um, and it was funny because I had started um, another show that Netflix had suggested to me based upon what I had already viewed. West Wing, sure. Yeah. And what was it? Um, it was Ozark. Mm, not familiar. No, you're, For a reason. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did not last the entire pilot. Um, but whatever. Jeez. Anyway, um, yeah, it's a very dark show, and I did not find it appropriate to right. watch. So did I you? I feel like you say. have. Did you watch House of Cards at all? Yes, I did. And I, you stopped. I stopped after season three because yeah, then same. it just became absolutely it ridiculous and, and stupid. Um, and now I have absolutely no interest in watching it. I once the whole scandal came out, I didn't feel like watching it. Any, I mean, I had already stopped watching right. it. It's funny you say that scandal because I was just thinking in my head. I was like, how many of these shows that are like five, six, seven seasons in? I wonder what the viewership is of these shows. You know. <clears throat> after season four or five, if it, I mean, it has to dip. You have to be really good to keep a strong audience. I'm, I'm right. a big fan of The Walking Dead. Is that a show? Yeah, on, oh. on AMC. And I think it's like eight seasons in now. And they started a new season and I haven't watched it yet. And I'm just like, I'm like wondering if, if I'm a lot of, like a lot of its fans also just like, all right, your eight seasons, like end the show, already wrap it up. And they're just like, I'll just watch it at a different time when I can binge watch, you know, seven straight if I have time for it. Right. Or if there are people that are still living and dying every Sunday and waiting for that show. So I, I just wonder how these shows. I didn't <coughs> even said, like, know House there was cards. a show called. What did you say? It was the Walking called? Dead. It's one of the most. I think it was like up there with Breaking Bad in terms of viewership. Like really? Very, very popular. Yeah. If not even well, more than Breaking shows Bad. shows you what I know. <clears throat> I mean, it's not like Game of Thrones anymore, but. Um, okay, so Manifest, New Amsterdam. I'm trying to think of other... I know The Rookie just came out. I haven't watched that yet. That's like about... A, okay, a cop, cop or whatever. Right. Um, both of us, big fans of The Good Doctor. I have yet to watch this okay. new season. Oh, 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 so I'm only, I think, one or two episodes behind. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, because yeah, yeah, I know yeah. recently that wasn't... I thought you also didn't watch for a bit. Not, not for any reason. I'm just... Well, no, a little bit for a reason. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Why? a little for a reason. Um, because, I mean, I think it's good. I don't think it's great. And I was okay. a little... Is that- is that because of season two, or that was your thought after season one? Um, it was a little bit after season one. I wasn't as excited as I thought it would be. Right. And also, frankly, because a number of the actors on that show are very politically inclined, um, and that's fine, but um, I it, it could be a shortcoming on my part, but I am struggling in this climate to separate certain celebrities from this their is, politics. This is the whole politics within sports and, poli- you know. Like, Correct. I'm just here to watch the show. I right. Really... And I wish I could just be that person who says, I'm here to recognize the art and no, the skill right. in front of me. And instead, I hear somebody screaming right. about Now, when politics enters a show, then it's, you know, then it becomes difficult. But, if, right. you know, they keep politics. And, and there are, I mean, every show has somewhat of a leaning, I think. Right. No, some people are not so good about keeping <laughs> it out. Well, Hollywood is, is a bit liberal, yes. so yes. you uh, you have those in there. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, I haven't watched A Good Doctor only because, again, I have, like, eight shows right now on my on my docket, and Good Doctor was one of them where I said, you know what, eight I already shows have... shows on my docket? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what it means, but I felt like docket was a real word. Okay. Um, it is a real it is word, a real but word, you're right? not a lawyer. Oh, well, no, I just became a lawyer. Or and a my judge. Mom's happy. Um, yeah, you've made mothers eight, happy eight, everywhere. Eight shows or nine shows, I don't even know exactly, but... Um, it was, it was, I, I watched too many like medical hospital shows, so I was like, okay, right. I'll keep the good doctor when I could string them all together. Because when you watch so many of them, you, you forget which one's which. And by the way, this past week was, and I watched 911. Um, I don't know if you watched that. I didn't even Station know that was 19, a show. The Resident. The Resident I like a lot. Um, the Resident was supposed to be stupid. Didn't you tell me it was I like stupid? It. No, I like it. 
my stop putting words love, in my mouth. My kids yeah. love Brooklyn Nine Nine. I used to be a big fan, and I, it was it just fell off for me. But everyone loves it. It's, Everybody it's great loves humor. it because he's funny. Are you a fan of probably of, not of themed episodes? So every Halloween, it's like a Halloween. You know, it's Halloween themed that fan, week or like Valentine's. Because it doesn't bother me. It bothers me because these shows are like good. Only, nothing bothers. In this past week, nine one one, the resident, and I'm sure other episodes that I haven't yet gotten up to yet were Halloween themed, and I could predict it all. Like it's all okay. Like this guy's hallucinating, and this guy's this and this guy that because it's Halloween. Oh, spooky! Like, come on, we've been doing <laughs> Ooh, this for like spooky. ten years already. Let's forget about that. It's Halloween. Just because it happens to be Halloween that week doesn't mean we have to actually have a Halloween themed episode and move on. Just keep it, keep it together. I don't know. I know nothing matters to me in my life, but Halloween-themed episodes of my shows I am stunned that this is what me. bothers you. Yeah. You are the king of nothing bothers me. I know. I don't even know who you are right now. I should call mm. Jamie. <laughs> you really should call I'm Jamie. I'm going to call Jamie. All right, so any new shows outside of, I mean, you said you just picked up on uh, Madam Secretary, fine, but anything, yes. I was thinking new, 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 you know, the, the, the pilots, the season ones of this year, but okay, you picked up Madam Secretary, did you pick up any other shows? Why do I have to pick up another show? I don't know. Maybe you're like, oh, everyone loves Lost. I want to start watching Lost. No, or like... I actually had a problem starting Madam Secretary because I knew I was already six years behind. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. with those type of shows. Yeah, I didn't want to. Um, and plus, because it's about political <coughs> climates and it's about the Secretary of State, I didn't want to all of a sudden sit on an episode of you know, whatever political issue was going on only to sit here in 2018 going, yeah, that is literally six years ago. You weren't a fan of Newsroom, correct? It did not catch me. It's Even though you're a Sorkin me. guy. Correct. It, and, so I wonder if people would say the same thing because, oh, like they're discussing Benghazi and the BP spill and that right. was so five years ago, it doesn't interest me. I wonder if people would would also like agree with that. It's like, eh. It's, it's not I've current even, events. I think I've told you this. I've even stopped watching West Wing. Right. Because I'm so sick. Because of... you're normal and it, you've watched it 400,000 times. That is not the reason. <laughs> you didn't need another one. That is not the reason. Okay. And I'm, I, I, I even shudder to think that that was the reason. <laughs> uh, no, the reason is, again, because the political situation and right. the vociferousness of various cast members has turned me off to the program at the time. Right. So one thing I know about West Wing is that either in two years or in six years, it will still be there for me to watch. It will. I can almost guarantee. I have no it, idea unless... who will be in the White House in two years or in six years, but I know West Wing will be there for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anytime you want to like get back on track, why won't you watch no, that with all the stupid you watch? Nothing personal, right? What West Wing? I mean, why won't you watch that? No, the political leanings it bothers me. Um... Oh shush! <laughs> you know, I'm going to see To Kill a Mockingbird in two weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you do you, do you know what that is? It's a book. It was a book. It it is. Mark Twain. Who is it? Who's the author? J.K. Rowling? Harper Lee. Harper Lee. One of my friends named their kid Harper because of that. Really? I think. I could Are you have just totally making that up? That, but I, I mean, there's we'll a kid named Harper, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's why. Um, That's a cool name. Yeah. Um, I uh, Okay, now I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, anyway, so Sorkin wrote the um, the Broadway adaptation of um, To Kill a Mockingbird. So as a West Winger, I'm very excited about that. Though okay, it's an adaptation cool. yeah, yeah. of, right. I mean, it's an adaptation and of an incredible that's book. And that's Netflix or? It's Broadway. Bro- uh, I, uh, yeah. I Stop confused talking. myself. We have to end that's this segment. That's Broadway. Now uh, we're can, in a fight. Is, is there a lottery on it? Now we're Could in a Could I win lottery fight. tickets to it? You can, I, I think, buy tickets. Yeah, it's still in previews. I should play the lottery today. Broadway. <sighs> All right, let's pull that up. All right. Avrami is telling me that I've got like a few seconds to wrap up. So Avrami's um, telling you that you just Yeah, there's a lot of things he's telling me. He's not telling me, but thinking. 
Um, and maybe I don't he'll blame uh, him. Yeah, I don't really blame him too. That's my fault. That's on me. All right, Miriam. Uh, thanks for joining for the first Thank time, you, and sir. Uh, we'll continue doing thanks this. Thanks for having me back. NP. That's what the cool kids say. Oh, no brother. problem. All right, that'll do it for us here on Bite Size. Thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me. My name is Yoni Pollock. Wishing you all a good day and remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.